0: I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to the Inspired Weekly Podcast, episode number three, No Really, How Are You? Hey, it's Jessica with the Inspired Weekly Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. So I have a question to ask you. How are you doing? Like, really, how are you? These days when I am writing my blog post or recording a podcast episode, I often think about you guys and I wonder how you guys are doing out there, you know, on the other side of these speakers or headphones or however you are listening right now. And I'm interested to know if you would ever share with me about your day. Maybe you're busy navigating all the things going through the motions in life, and I wonder how I can encourage you. Now, I want you to know that when I asked how you are, I actually mean it. Because admittedly, myself included, we are all guilty of asking that question without being genuinely interested in the answer. And chances are, we've answered without a genuine response. Today's story comes from an experience that I had and how I have reframed my thoughts on this topic, and I really hope that it inspires you. A couple of weeks ago, I was asked how we should reply to the question, how are you? It kind of took me by surprise because it was during one of my English classes with a regular student, and we'd spoken before, so I was pretty sure I'd already asked How are you today in a previous conversation? I mean, that's pretty much a normal everyday thing for all of us, but the English teacher in me, without even skipping a beat, I quickly listed all the ways that I could think of of how we usually respond to that question. So I sat and I thought for a minute, and I was saying, okay, well, we usually respond with, I'm okay, I'm fine, or I'm good. My student kind of seemed confused by, you know, like the everyday responses we always give, and it inspired me to research more on how we could be better at expressing how we really are. So I thought about this. Why are we so naturally inclined to say those two words, I'm good? Really, I'm good. What if there are times we're not good or we're not okay? How do we respond then? I find it interesting how we tell ourselves we're not good enough one minute, but in the same breath whisper that we're all good in the next. And before our class ended that day, my student and I agreed that we would start to ask that question and answer it with intention. So let's think for a minute how often we say I'm good when someone asks us how we are. Probably a lot. I know that for a fact. For me, I say it. Every day, in different conversations with family, friends, and students, but I also hear it every day too. When a grandparent asks my son, How are you?, he answers, Good. When I ask a student, their reply is about the same I'm good or I'm fine. I think asking the question, How are you? and answering with, I'm good, has become routinely accepted in our society. So I think. For most of us, we're just kind of keeping up with the normal way of life, right? Well, I mean, can you think of any time where you've actually told the truth about how you're really doing or that we've put thought into a response before immediately answering, I'm good, thanks. And you, why don't we do this more often? I feel like even though we've used the same response most of our lives, we don't even know what it really means. Maybe we've known it to be, you know, a polite and acceptable way to answer a common question. Or maybe we're holding on to these words for emotional stability and reassurance. Maybe we're just flat out busy and we don't care how we answer the question. Or we simply don't have the energy to share our life story with a stranger. I totally get that. Trust me. Whatever the reason it may be, I think once we begin to uncover what the phrase I'm good really means, we'll start to realize how offensive it truly is to ourselves and how it just is not helping us become more self aware. It's made it difficult for us to respond in any other way, right? So today, I would like us to explore ways to stop saying these two words, I'm good. We need to stop saying it to be comfortable or saying it to be nice to the person on the other end, and stop saying it to hide our true feelings. I find it interesting to see how two words impact us so much. When we use this phrase, we hold ourselves back from living an authentic life and who we're meant to be. We are human. We naturally want to connect, be confident, creative, loving, supportive, brave, and the list goes on. So why do we push people away? Why do we push our own feelings aside? I'd like to unpack some of the reasons why we're really saying I'm good. And maybe we'll start to understand our thoughts and feelings a little more. I think the number one reason is that I'm good is an auto response. We're taught from a very early age. I'm sure we can all remember this from our first English classes that I'm good is... Just a kind and courteous way to answer the question, how are you? I feel like these words are a part of us that is pre-programmed, kind of like being on autopilot. We don't really have to think about it very long and we almost say it instantly. What this polite response does, though, is block us from understanding ourselves and others. When we constantly repeat over and over, I'm good we miss the chance to respond with truth and confidence. And the phrase is absolutely perfect to help us build up the walls that guard our hearts from pain. But if we work to answer honestly, it could change our perspective about connection. Here's what I mean by that. Another story with one of my students, I asked how are you to him as I do at the beginning of every class, part of the autopilot thing. I didn't tell him about any prior agreement that I'd made with the other student, but he just started talking about all the issues he had at work that day and that he was really tired and stressed out. At the end of our 10 minute lesson, he said, thank you for listening to my struggles. You are like a good counselor. I of course told him, you're welcome, no worries, no problem, that's what I'm here for. And that is sometimes part of my job. I do feel like I get to coach my students through some hard stuff. And I'll be honest with you, I do ask how are you out of courtesy most days. And I usually hear an auto response from my students as well. But this day was totally different. It was different for both of us. Maybe he sensed my genuine interest this time, And I realized that he trusted me enough to share what was going through his mind. And that made me so grateful. And I am so glad that he did that because it allowed me to connect with him and relate to him, but also to offer him encouragement, all because he decided to open up. When we simply say I'm good and change the subject, we are missing opportunities to connect with others probably missing out on someone relating to our problem or potentially helping us through a situation. If we ask, how are you with intent and answer it honestly, we open the doors of communication and encourage others to do the same. Now, maybe sometimes we say I'm good because the weight of our issues is far too heavy. I have had a lot of moments in my life where I feel like I'm the one who has to deal with my problems and that's it. You know, sometimes our life is a mess and we don't want others to know what's going on with us. We feel guilty or maybe it's a totally different picture we wanna paint altogether. Maybe we want our life to seem perfect. So we deny and push back our true feelings to keep up appearances. Or the fear of opening up paralyzes us because maybe others would see it as our weakness. Or we'd be known as the one who always complains. On the flip side, we know many people in our lives who aren't doing well and aren't on the same page or path to change like us. So maybe another reason we say I'm good is to hold back our happiness or excitement. Because we don't want to hurt the other person. Because we know they have issues of their own and we don't want to come off as better than. Or maybe we think if we share our good news, others will view it as being too self-centered and judge us. Maybe we feel that sharing what's true for us will make the other person feel crappy. So we withhold our good news to protect the emotions of others and not put too much focus on ourselves. Sometimes we think if sharing our truth will make our problem more real. But isn't that kind of the point? I mean, if you want to face your problems, you have to do that head on. Even though it scares the crap out of us, we have to face it. And that's why so many of us live day to day telling ourselves and others we're all good. We are afraid to be judged, to tell the truth, or to open up. But what does this do? What does this do to our mind? That thought of I'm good becomes much like that of I'm not good enough. We begin to actually believe that we're good, we're okay, or we're just fine. It becomes a way to suppress our true feelings and what we're actually experiencing. I'm good serves as our go to affirmation, but it stops us from understanding what really matters, or what our true struggles are, and what we're meant to. And called to do in this life. Then at the end of the day, when we've pushed aside all of what really matters to us, the dreams we have, the goals we want to reach, all become too much or too big for us and they're no longer attainable. We no longer need to reflect or understand what it means to feel hurt, anger, joy, because we're constantly internalizing the fact that we're all good right where we are right now. So instead of listening to what we really want, we stay safe, where we never try anything new. Now, I've talked about this before, but I feel like it's important to bring it up again. We have to be more honest with ourselves. Like, how are you really? Can you imagine how it would be to feel better and show up as authentically as possible? What if we learned a new way to express how we are really doing? How might things change for us if we stopped saying, I'm good, and replaced it with a more meaningful phrase? Now, I understand that we as humans, we aren't taught to effectively manage our emotions or our feelings when we're really young. I think more often than not, though, we learn that it's okay to mask them, cover them up, or deny they even exist. So maybe we'll start to realize that saying, I'm good isn't effective anymore. It means very little to us, and it means very little to the person on the other end of the conversation. It really serves no purpose other than to provide an immediate response and go on to living life and get back to what we were doing. I know, we might think we're fooling ourselves when we say, I'm good with that fake smile across our face, but we know deep down we aren't being honest. And I can tell you for sure, most people can see right through it too. So what if we tell ourselves the truth? What would happen? What if we start to understand that to feel negative emotions is normal? Because it is. I can't tell you how many times I have denied my feelings and pushed back so many negative things in my life, only to realize, duh, (laughs) I'm human. It is going to happen. So what if we start asking ourselves the question, how are you? Like actually asking ourselves. What if we let ourselves cry in front of our kids? What if we start to understand that sharing our true story, what is in our hearts, isn't a burden and won't make the other person feel bad or less than? What if I told you right now that it is powerful to show up as we are and be excited about it? And lastly, that telling a friend or family member about our good news might actually inspire them. And maybe that someone has really otherwise been having a bad day and you put a smile on their face. The way I see it right now, and it's been this way for probably since the beginning of time, we are built for connection. But on the same hand, we are also meant to live both the beautiful and messy parts of life. We are human. We are here to experience the full range of emotions that comes with it. If you think about it, We would not know anger is anger if we never met stillness. And the same goes for how we know joy is joy because we've been met with sadness in the past. Our brains are wired that way. Anything we've experienced in the past, our brain can recognize it. I believe we were built to thrive in this life, and that means experiencing positive and negative emotions. Letting yourself really feel because it's normal. (laughs) The beautiful and messy stuff, we need to experience all of it. That's what this life is all about. So in episode two, the previous episode called Meeting Yourself Where You Are Now, I talked about how we go through the motions and we appear busy. We paint the perfect life on social media and hide behind our smiles. My theory, it's so that no one suspects we are any different. What we show on the outside certainly must mean that our life on the inside is all butterflies and rainbows, right? But how is living this way serving us? I wonder how different life would be if we start showing up authentically, owning our truth. What would life be like if we finally stopped pretending things are all good? What if we weren't afraid to share our stories? To have the courage to impact and inspire others by being vulnerable on purpose. I want to offer you that I think there are ways to stop telling ourselves we're all good all the time. Because we know that isn't a reality for us every day. First, let's start to slow down and meet ourselves where we are now. The beauty of this is that it allows us to feel all our feelings. It goes back to the idea that if we're busy all the time, we aren't self-aware. Meeting ourselves in the moment helps us to become more self-aware and acknowledge that we're sad, depressed, angry, happy, joyful, and excited. Yeah, it might be weird or strange at first, especially if you're still navigating how to manage your feelings, but we have to learn to trust ourselves more and not be afraid of them. Secondly, judging ourselves for how we feel and what we feel ends right now. (laughs) Judgment will never lead us to more compassion. Trust me on that, friend. Judgment is the enemy here. There is a simple but life-changing quote by Walt Whitman, and he says, Be curious, not judgmental. I get it, and it's true. We can be very judgmental toward other people. But I feel like more often than not, of ourselves, we're going to have days where we feel guilty, disappointed, and unheard. And lots of other ones too. That's just the way life is sometimes. But judgment of ourselves in that situation isn't going to serve us. We have to meet our feelings with curiosity. When we're curious about our feelings, we pay attention, right? And when we pay attention to our feelings, we're listening and we're learning how to become more self-aware. That's the power of it, the beauty of it. When we become more aware of ourselves, we have more compassion. When we have more compassion, we're able to move past judgment of ourselves with an open heart. And the last one, we need to notice how often we respond on autopilot because let's be honest, I'm sure we know other ways we could respond to the question, how are you? And I've talked about this before, but we have the ability to rewrite the messages in order to connect with ourselves. So surely we can apply the same technique when we want to connect with others. So I want to offer a few options of things to say instead, so we're not always automatically responding with, I'm good. These are here to encourage us to open up and be willing to share our truth with others. Here are just a couple of phrases to get you started. You could say, I'm grateful because. I'm stressed today because. I'm excited about. I'm happy because. Or another example, which is what I've encouraged and committed to using more often in my morning classes is, I'm tired today, but I'm happy to be talking with you right now. So I want to challenge you to reframe your thoughts. This exercise isn't about being comfortable sharing our entire life to a stranger on the elevator, but about becoming more aware of what will serve us. So get comfortable, get used to asking, how are you with genuine interest and answer it from the heart. Nothing serves us more like honesty and authenticity. It helps us grow, shape, express how we feel and allows us to write our stories based on truth. Thank you, friend, for tuning in to another episode of the Inspired Weekly Podcast. If anything we discussed today resonates with you, it would mean the world if you could share it with a friend. I'm all about community and connection here, so feel free to message me on Instagram at Podcast with your thoughts and feelings. I'll catch you in the next episode.